Welcome to the Olajide Iwole LLP podcast. My name is Sandra Iwole and I'm a partner in the law firm Olajide Iwole LLP. I head the firm's intellectual property and technology practice group working in the media, sports and entertainment sectors. Today, we will be discussing World Intellectual Property Day 2019 with the theme Rich for Gold Intellectual Property and Sports. World Intellectual Property Day was initiated by the World Intellectual Property Organization member states in 2000 to raise public awareness about the role of intellectual property in daily life and to celebrate the contribution by innovators and creators to the development of societies across the globe. Joining me today are three very special guests: Jibola Olomola from KPMG Nigeria, Shade Morgan from Nigerian Breweries PLC, and Bimbo Ilo from Integral. We will be discussing the impact of intellectual property and sports within the Nigerian context and on a global scale. So without further ado, I would like to have each of our guests introduce themselves, starting with Bimbo. My name is Bimbo um, Ilo. I'm managing director at Integral. My remit uh, cuts across the whole value chain in sports management, starting of course from our expertise in media rights. We work in sponsorships both for advising sponsors and also rights holders across all the major sports federations in Nigeria. My name is Shadi Morgan. I'm the Corporate Affairs Director of Nigerian Breweries PLC. And in my role I am responsible for all of our corporate uh, initiatives uh, state CSR communications brand PR management which involves of course a lot of sports sponsorship. Uh, my name is Ajibola Olomola. I'm a partner with KPMG. I am responsible for the technology, media and telecoms business in Nigeria. I also supervise deal advisory, mergers and acquisitions tax for KPMG both in Nigeria and also across Africa. So it's quite an interesting subject we have today and I'm pleased to be here. Bimbo, your company Integral recently concluded the European Football Week. I believe this is the second edition. Can you tell us for the purposes of this discussion how technology has impacted on sports in Nigeria? the role of technology in sports in Nigeria so much is going on with um the use of technology we're all on social we're all seeing how that impacts on broadcast and and essentially what we're seeing also is that especially from the fans they're then able to make use of all the recent technologies so that you've got even in the broadcast space now um a lot of OTT going on which is over the top technology um from an integral perspective for we've also used technology um, very very much we're making use of all the available technologies for instance all the matches are live on on social and what we're even doing also is to create different camera angles using that to then assess um the movement and the play of uh, of the players so it's an actual massive impact for us Fantastic. Um I'm going to touch on something you mentioned which is broadcasting and it brings me to what Francis Gurry that's the director general of the World Intellectual Property Organization said and I'm going to quote broadcasting sporting action to fans in all parts of the world and the investment it requires rewards broadcasters with an IP right which in turn makes it possible to finance the spectacle. Jibola would you like to comment on broadcasting rights and from your own perspective and the work that you've been doing within the sports industry could you talk to us a little bit about broadcasting sports has always been an integral part of our social well-being and our culture it started from being 
recreational and from people participating in sporting activities primarily for self-glory. And what has been different now is that this entertainment value has begun to be recognized as a viable source of content. And that content itself is then pushed by means of technology and broadcasting to a much wider consumer group Absolutely. than the actual guys who are in the stadium watching. And this has been enabled by growth in technology and innovation, which would not happen if your rights or the rights of the inventor are not protected, if the IP rights are not protected. Absolutely. And so by protecting IP rights, you essentially are able to grow the content that's available. You are able to attract capital into the sports business, provision of content to consumers, and the enabling of a whole ecosystem where everybody is actually a winner. Thank you very much. Um, Jibola, I want to touch on something that you mentioned in your answer. Nigeria recently introduced a tax holiday for the creative and innovative industries, and you and I, who over the years have spoken at length about tax, would you like to share with us, uh, for the benefit of our listeners, what your own thoughts are with regards to this tax holiday and how it can help the growth of the Nigerian sports industry as it's tied to intellectual property? Absolutely. Uh, so the government itself in Nigeria has recognized the need to engage and invest in sports and facilitate more entry or greater entry of participants into this market. So one of the first things the government did was to expand the list of pioneer industries, yes. uh, which essentially means that if you're investing in sports facilities or sports infrastructure, mm -hmm. or if you are investing in the content side of it by provision of intellectual property, you can obtain a tax holiday for upwards of three years, renewable up to a maximum of five years. Absolutely. And that tax holiday means that you do not pay corporation tax on any profits that you earn from your investment in that period. Probably not so much, but it's a step in the right direction. Mm. But to my mind, we've got to take a step back. Let's keep what we have. There's no need throwing those away. Donations are exempt from tax and so on and so forth. Let's step back and ask ourselves, what does this sector need? And how can the government, through the use of tax and other fiscal legislation, begin to attract private capital into the Nigerian sports ecosystem so as to allow a rapid growth of that industry and an increase in the number of participants? I want to come in there and we'll come back to because that's a really important point. But I had one more question for you, and this may be a bit emotive and it's to do with the taxing of the sportsmen and women, the athletes. Very quickly tell me, do you think that retired sportsmen and women should be taxed? Well, uh, it's yes and no. So if you then say to yourself, what would the income of a retired sportsman be? Mm. Ordinarily, you would have put some money away uh, in his heydays to prepare for eventual retirement. So the real question must be, what's the income of that taxman, of that sportsman? Mm. If he continues to earn revenue, from endorsements, from his face being used on billboards. Now, that's not retirement income. That's actually active operating income on which he will pay tax. In the old days, when we didn't have a pension system, sportsmen could retire into penury. But today, with the system we've got in place, the clubs, the associations are obliged to allow their sportsmen open retirement savings accounts and put statutory percentages of their monthly income into those accounts 
to prepare for the rainy day? I think that is a really good point to take us into the next discussion issue, which is the role of the private sector within the development of sports in Nigeria. Um, Shade, I'm going to bring you into the conversation. Um, I was recently at the Heineken UEFA event um, earlier this year, and I want to bring the conversation round to you so that you can talk to us a bit about the role of the corporate or private sector within the, the development of sports in Nigeria. Please take us through from your own perspective. Sandra, you're absolutely right. Sporting events are extremely popular and gain massive attention. I would say that this is largely due to the fact that they evoke very strong emotions of unity and competition. So for example, Heineken has been a global beer sponsor of the UEFA Champions League. So. A sports sponsorship essentially offers continuous advertising opportunities, which is why we've continued to invest over and over again, because the fan base is a ready consumer and customer base to target. This is very important. Another benefit, I would say, is the positive ethical perception that brand sponsorship generates right. for the brand. Of course, because of its association with a team or a sports event. So recently, for example, in Nigeria, we had the UEFA trophy on tour here, uh, which was brought by the brand ambassador, Carlos Puyol. I'm sure we all know who Carlos Puyol is. And he visited Lagos and Uyo. It was a huge event. In fact, we had a friendly that was played in Uyo between another retired footballer, JJ Okocha, um, and Carlos Puyo. So really exciting for the fans and of course our brands. I'd like to say thank you to Bimboy Law, Shadi Morgan and Ajibola Olomola for being part of this podcast. This is Sandra Iwali saying thank you again for listening and goodbye for now. Mm-hmm.